Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's the offseason is not quite over, but the draft is done. We've lost some people. We've gained some people. Let's talk basketball, New York City. Uh, quite an eventful week, wouldn't you say, front office crew? Uh, uh, hello, Bam. What's up, man? And hello, Sam. What's going on? Y'all sound like a, a version of the Blues Brothers, like Bam and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Just got out of prison and on yeah. a mission from God. Uh, how you fellas doing? Can't complain. It's uh, summer. is going fast, but football's around the corner, and the NBA really isn't that far away either. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, it's not it's been years for me where uh, the the Mets have become an utter disgrace. Uh, I'm I'm getting into my pessimistic Giants mood. So like, all I I mean, I I texted my dad today. I was like, how much of a degenerate am I that I'm like watching summer league with a lot of uh, with a lot of interest right now as opposed to. <laughs> Anything else I could be doing? Yeah, I, I DVR'd Summer League and uh, was fast-forwarding through the commercials. And that's, that's a perfect game to DVR and start like 45 minutes into the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, was, it, wasn't a lot, it wasn't a lot of good things that I saw in that Summer League. I, no, I, I enjoyed it. Really? What, what did you like about yeah. it? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, first off, I thought the level of competition was pretty good, and they've done a good job of having an atmosphere at the games. They're in a small gym, but it's packed, and it, that's like diehard hoop fans at these things. So okay. I think it's just like watching like an AE tournament on steroids, and I don't watch college basketball. This was the first time I got to see Thomas play and Sharp play. So, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. You in, You like it too, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I so I I guess I'll push back on. I don't. I thought I don't think the basketball is that great, but I like watching. I agree with Bam in that. I love. I think the atmosphere is awesome, and I actually have a. Call, I have two friends that are there right now, and they. I like. It's a, something I've always wanted to do and haven't done for a variety of different reasons. Um, and so I think it's awesome, and I I do think it's. It, it is better for me watching this in a lot of ways than watching these guys play in college because it's like real NBA bodies. Like everybody that's on there was the best of their whatever. College whether team, yeah. College or Europe or even if they were in like a like Division Two, they right. were like They're the, the best, best of the conference, like, yeah. Yeah, like I mean so there's – they're good guys. So it is it, – I mean even though if guys play well, it doesn't mean they're obviously – 
going to be good in the NBA at all. Yeah, as we you saw. Know, so they, they play hard because a lot yeah, of these guys, do. 99% of them aren't guaranteed contracts. So it's not just the NBA. It's the G League. European leagues are probably watching this, I would assume, looking for guys. It, it, it's an opportunity for them. And, yes, I agree that the actual basketball isn't necessarily beautiful, but it is. there's something raw about it that I enjoy. Yeah, I thought- and it, 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 it's also funny because, and this will get into, I, I'm sure Eve, you'll bring this up. Bam and I legit ha- legitimately had the exact same t- uh, tweet today at different moments where we were like, the only reason that Brandon Knight is on the court right now has to be as a favor to an agent. Because it, it like utterly makes no sense whatsoever. Especially because he's not very good. Uh, I, I don't even understand why he's I, not very good. He He used to be nice, like... Like, what happened? He did he have a surgery or something? Like, what went wrong for that dude? Yeah, I think his body's given out on him a bunch of times. Well, I didn't like what I saw. I I I didn't enjoy that at all. Usually, we have you noticed we notoriously have like really shitty summer league teams. Yeah, they never. It seems like they never care. <laughs> I, I really don't even see what... I mean, I guess the point of having the Long Island Nets is not to win anything. I guess it's just to send guys up and down and keep guys fresh, give them minutes. Spen- they got Spencer Dinwiddie from the uh, G League. I know, but not from their G League. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, the the Nets had one team that went to the final uh, with John N and Theo Pinson, but they got there and got blown out. I mean, it. I I don't think we've ever had a good, a good G League team. Not that that matters that much, but I think it would be good for Long Island if uh, if they could win some games, if they could be kind of competitive. But I don't I don't see much energy being put towards making that team any good because the the guys that were like the extra bodies on the on the summer league team like. Like who's picking these guys? Like somebody needs to be fired because the gym, because the uh, the uh, Long Island Nets suck, yo. Like, like well, I didn't see anybody has, good. He hasn't had a lot. He hasn't had a lot of draft picks to work with. He'll have now probably three kids down there that he just drafted. You know, I I watched yeah. I watched the Nick game and the Nick game seemed to be a whole lot more entertaining. You have well, a mic problem? Second year pros out there. True. True. That's that's a good point. We we did too. Um, yeah, I don't know why Nick Claxton didn't there. play. He's gonna dominate. Yeah. No. 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 I, I, there's there's uh, I I I don't, the second year lottery pick didn't do too well. It was it was a couple like kids I never heard of and um quickly quickly looked pretty good today. Um, if I'm being honest, uh, who's who stood out for you? Who's the highlight guy out there, man? Like, I. I like I keep hearing about Cam Thomas, you know he shot five of fifteen, got seventeen points. I, who are you hanging your hat on out there? Well, I would say this was the first time I've seen these guys play, and Sam basically nailed Thomas on the head. He looks to shoot every time he touches the ball. But I would say I, w- I was pretty impressed with Sharp. Yeah. I mean, little things I like for like just his ability to get a rebound and get the outlet pass out quickly yeah. and accurately and get the ball up the floor. Um, he had the steal where he kind of took the, you know, the four dribbles or so and then finished. Mm. He doesn't look like he can explode that well with the ball in traffic. He kind of went up for a couple layups that looked flimsy. 
But I think overall, he played, what, 14 minutes? I think he had eight rebounds. Yeah. You know, he showed he could pass the ball. I mean, I was I was pretty happy with what I saw from him. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... Go ahead, Sam. Okay. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I tweeted this, and this is kind of how I feel about Summer League. And, you know, like, the Nets have been fortunate recently in the sense that, like, Summer League doesn't feel like the stakes are as high because we have a couple of guys in the waiting for the regular season who are uh, known to be pretty good at basketball. Um, and so because of that, like I, when I like watch these games, I'm basically looking at like who can do something on the floor that will actually help the team win. Because a lot of rookies as like, Eve, you, you've hit this point a ton. Like a lot of rookies, even if they're going to end up being superstars in their first year, they're kind of like a negative when they, even when they're on the court and they're, and they're doing, they're doing their thing. So like yep. when I look at like Sharp, for example, like as, as Bam first like brought up, like he just is, has like a high motor and he's a, a huge body and he's also lost a lot of weight. And now he moves way better than he did in college. He's lost like 25 pounds. Um, and you look at someone like Thomas to me and like, he's like an, unbelievably flawed player but he's also incredibly skilled and i think he has that potential to be a little bit of like a microwave scorer when your team is going through a drought in february and no well, one really think, feels think about fine. this Sam. he went he went five for 15 but he still scored 17 points yeah like he gets to the free throw line at will he has a good first step he knows how to he knows how to like contort his body in in, in midair and so like those are the type of those are the type of plays where i'm like Okay, like these are these are two guys where I could see them contributing when the season starts at, at different moments. Why we didn't get to see any of the second rounders, I don't know. I'm, I mean, obviously there's other games to be played. I didn't need to see a lot of uh, Brandon Knight, and I and Reggie Perry was bad. And uh, Reggie Perry stinks. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the lone camp where I get I mean I get shunned by Nets Twitter, but I'm not the biggest Alize fan. Um, uh, so so I so I'm I'm more interested in seeing some of these other guys. I thought that uh, Weatherspoon kid like seemed decent at times, but look, a lot of this. I mean, this. I mean, let's be calling a spade a spade. This summer's basically about Thomas Sharp, and I. I mean, I, and then you could say like Edwards and Raekwon Gray, etc. If you want to say that. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, Reggie Perry is absolutely terrible. I I I'm telling you, I for as much of like you know I I. I just reading the climate of Nets Twitter, it just seemed like everybody was hyped and everybody was happy. Um, you know, we're not going to control our draft pick for a long time, and uh, we've got to hope well, we've we do hit. It, we do it. We do it. We do it. We do it one way by winning games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, we can. We we definitely could do that. Um, I just I, I just was hoping for for more, and it's early, you know. They, they might open eyes in in the coming games, but I've seen I've been watching a lot of it. Like I kind of have it on in the background in the office, and um, uh, it's, I've I've seen a lot of impressive players, but none of them you know on my is, team. Eve, you know what it is though, Eve. A lot of these teams have first off higher first round picks than the Nets do, of course, and and second year first round picks that are playing. We don't have like. The twentieth pick, like if Sadiq Bay was on our team, right. right? We don't have that player that's in his second year that was a top twenty-five pick. True, true, and like we said before, Nick Claxton didn't play. Let's let's get Dude. in the meat of this. Let's get him into the uh, meat of the pot. Real quick though, oh, real quick though, 
because nobody would say anything. Reggie Perry is not an NBA basketball player. Nah, don't, it, it don't look He's good He's trash. Him. It doesn't look good for him. He was all. like the 58th pick. You should not be on this team next year. Yeah, I don't get why. I don't get why they. What did they? they uh, didn't they sign him to a deal for this year? I think he's uh, he's on a two way, right? Yeah, no, he's okay. a, he's a sec. Isn't this the second year of a two year deal? I yeah, guess. He, I thought yeah. he got some type of deal that I thought he got guaranteed money for this year. I need to look it up, which is my bad for not looking up beforehand. But I, I just like I don't, I don't. What I don't like and what. What I think we'll probably end up talking about, and Eva, I want to get to uh, whatever you want to bring up, which is a bigger point. But I, I do think that every roster spot matters. And, like, signing some of these guys because, like, Marks drafted them or whatever, like, like I want like I want to be able to be even more active in the buyout market than we were last year. Or, like, I want, like, I, like, I want to be able to use that trade exception and not have to, like, worry about, like, cutting somebody and it affecting something like this team should have roster spots but anyway sorry go ahead now we're horrible with roster spots sean marks would do favors for agents he'll he'll you know he'll throw a guy on there for veteran leadership you know we had a couple of years where theo pinson was just on there for dancing and vibes i i like i said a lot of these guys I don't see the 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 real play, and I, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that Sean Marks is a former player. His mindset is very much like players in the sense of, and and not like a GM. A GM will try to use that at those last two roster spots for a, de- a de- developmental guy or something else that that you know that I you know some a, a basketball dweeb like myself will be worried about Sean Marks would just be like you know I got superstars who cares who's the 15th and, and, and 14th dude on the team like nobody cares and and it, it I, that's that's what I see but I think those things hurt teams and uh uh we'll have to see man I I, I didn't I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, the sooner we can stop talking about summer league, the better. Because I was not impressed. You want to? Anybody want to put a, a a top on that and end the summer league conversation so we can start talking about the offseason? Yeah, I, I, I think you're being a little hard on them there. Nah, man. There's there's no world beaters. Like there's guys on on. You're, on, you're not uh, going to get a world beater with the 27th pick. Uh, but they got to find a rotation player. But you could get bouncy guys. You could get athletic guys. You could get guys that that can, you know. I, I just this team really just under Marks just doesn't care about athleticism. That's that's not a that's not a thing for them. Like you're not you're not getting Derek White Jr. on on the Nets you while could, Sean Marks is running. You you, you don't have your uh, John Collins yet. <laughs> Def something like that. I mean, we. You know what? To be honest, uh, it's unfair because Jared Allen was a hell of an athlete, and um, you know he was bouncy. But it's just a, a rare thing with this team, right? So when he had, when he had a top twenty pick, he got Jared Allen. He he hasn't had those picks. He had to trade the seventeenth pick to to get the cap space for Kyrie and Durant. He traded the nineteenth pick for. But that was his worst move. Was trading the nineteenth pick for. Shamit. So when when he when he had the twenty first pick, he got Levert. So he just hasn't really had the ammo for it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I think we. 
I think we might overrate Sean Mark's ability to find players in in the G League and and you know in late in rounds too. I think I think that's a little bit over overdone. Yeah, but also yeah. the organization like turned a corner. Like they were no longer in like developmental mode. They 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 want veterans now. Yeah. Eve, I do know what you mean in a sense that, like, I, I do the, – the team does seem to be missing, like, a little bit of, like – Uh-oh. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. Technical difficulties. Bam just removed me from the call. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me bring everybody back. Hey, Bam. Try not to hang up on me. I'm the one running the pod. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we're we're back. I as long as I, I, I didn't shut down the pod, but Bam okay. Bam hung up on me for whatever reason. I was, I was just gonna say I I um I was just gonna say I, I do agree with you even in the sense of like it is it is a testament and kind of pathetic to the Nets that last year basically all the highlights up. Who, who who is pouring drinks? Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Stop for a second, everybody. Somebody's watching television and it's super loud. That was me. I went into the other room for a second. <laughs> you, it sounded like you poured beer from a tap. Uh, for, for, for water. You gotta you gotta mute your mic, man. <laughs> uh, I'm back. It should be quiet now. All right, um, back. Take it from the top, Sam. <laughs> uh, no, I was just gonna. Bam say, look, is the best. Um, uh, no, I just I I do agree that there there is there is a little bit of like I wish that there were a couple more like athlete athletes on the team. Like it's it, it like it's nice to have you know like guys who are really skilled and like like. Like like the guy who does some rebounding and the guy who does some shooting and whatnot, but it would be nice, to, like which which would have been a nice thing to get in the draft here and there. But it seems like in the draft instead they value just like getting skills, which is important. Don't get me wrong, but I do know what you mean in the sense that it, it would be nice to just have a couple more just freak show athletes. Yeah, I, well, or just guys who could potentially play one day. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, I Sean Marks doesn't care about summer league or. Or prospects or any of that, so I don't care about it anymore. Let's 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 move on. Let's talk about the off season in general. Um, where do we start? I c- can I get something off my chest, guys? Is it is it all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. All right. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making us feel like. Kevin Durant did us a favor by resigning. Like, is is it is it amazing news? Yes. Um, am I happy to hear it? Yes. But I I wasn't refreshing my Twitter feed every hour, worried about whether or not Kevin Durant was coming back or not. He's come. He of course he's coming back. Where is he gonna go? What is he gonna do? Is he gonna go join the Lakers? Is he going back to Golden State? He, listen, I keep saying it. You break it, you bought it. You go into Iraq, you drop the mother of all bombs in the middle of Baghdad. You now own that country. You now have to fix it and put it, create a government and put it back together. This team has been, has its core removed, 
has its basically its culture removed and I'm fine with that because it's the closest I've ever been to a basketball championship in my lifetime. So, uh I'm good with that. But you mean to tell me all of that would have been done and sh- and and Kevin Durant was going to leave? I, I I don't get what you guys are celebrating. Uh, Sam, start off and explain to me why everyone is I so mean, happy. I think it's just I think there's a lot of um, uh, Nets uh, little brother team inferiority complex stuff, and it's just it's just a big deal that the best player in the world is is resigning. And look, like the NBA is like a pretty fluid, volatile uh, league where like anything can anything can change at any moment. And you know, I I, I think having him sign on the dotted line now as opposed to waiting, making like making us sweat it out the entire year or whatever it is. Like, I think it was more of a nice surprise, like gun to my head. I honestly dead ass always thought he was signing back, but it definitely was just a massive relief to have him sign. That's really all I got. And did you think he would sign with no player option? So is that definitely true also? That's what it seems like. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's also pretty big. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean... Come on, they had Kevin Durant for the next five years. They're going to win a championship. They better. <laughs> they, they better win multiple championships. And Let's start with one. Right, but how how could Kevin Durant leave? Let's say he did a, a one and one right? Yeah. He only played one year here. He didn't. He yeah. didn't play <laughs> barely any basketball for us, and he's played. He's played like six games in front of fans. He's played thirty-five games as a Brooklyn Net. But don't you think? I mean, look, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure Raptors fans thought that they had convinced Kawhi to stay. Like, you just never know. No, like, completely different. No, I know. No, I know. Completely Durant different. shows they... here, and he's he's built offices here, and he's got all of his friends here, and his business managers here. I like. I, I totally get that it's different. The bottom just... of his pool is the Nets logo. No, no, I know. I think. I think. I think you definitely have uh, more confidence in this franchise and what this franchise can be. And I think. I, like, I, I don't want to speak for Bam, but I think people like Bam and I possibly have more of like the scar tissue of like uh, being a, a, a New Jersey Nets fan and just like expecting the worst, even though to be fair, I guess like kid resigned and D will resign. So like I haven't really seen a massive star leave besides, I mean, I remember when Kenyon left, but that was kind of obviously different. Right. It was because we had owners who weren't rich enough. Yeah. You know, you know what the beauty of it was though, too. It was released so matter-of-factly and so quietly. There's yep. never a point where, like, hey, is this guy going to happen? Is this going to happen or not? Like, it was something we expected to be talked about. I, I bet the you they're and surprised. They just, they, just quiet, they just quietly got it done. He was like, yeah, obviously I'm staying here. Yeah, I, I bet you they're surprised that that we're surprised, or, like, our community is surprised. Because <laughs> it, 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 they, did it, they did it so matter-of-factly because – Again, where is he going? I, let's be I, honest. This has to mean that he knows what Harden and you know Irving's yeah, intentions are as well. Not necessarily. You don't think so? I think it has to. Not. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I if if one of them leaves, it won't be Harden. 
as crazy as that might sound to everyone who's a New Jersey Nets fan. Well, that's a that's a good thing. I would prefer it to be Harden just to stay. You know, Harden. I think Harden is bought into this Nets thing. He's he's basically shouting Nets life all throughout Paris as well. He reps the team, and I I'm looking at the pictures of Kyrie with you know no buttons. He he don't he wears button up shirts with no buttons. Just chest hair out, Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. is just wedding pictures of chest yeah, hair. Yeah, because he could do that. <laughs> He's the he sexiest cowboy that's ever lived. You know, girls <laughs> want to see his chest. They don't well, see my... I'm curious. Do so you think, I mean, uh, like, the, the, the little, like, rumblings are like, if Kyrie leaves the Nets, I don't think he's leaving for another team. I think it sounds like he'd be leaving the sport. But I don't know. I, but I don't believe in that stuff. No, I don't not turning down two hundred and forty million dollars or whatever it is he can get next year. That's I, that's what I think also. I that's, that's what I, think. He, he, I love Kyrie and I think he's a great guy, but he's about the money just like everybody else. Kyrie cursed out Nike. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "This shoe sucks." And not only did he, cur- I'm I'm telling you, like I I I I on the low kind of reported it before it was reported, like. Kyrie was uh, the word was that Kyrie wasn't making meetings. He wasn't giving input. Nobody knew what was going on. He was missing, and so they started trying to go down the line of producing a sneaker that was kind of like Giannis's sneaker. He obviously and, needed some mental health days, and they didn't get the email. <laughs> and so they were they were moving, progressing the sneaker, on. and it's not this year's sneakers; it's next next year's um, sneaker, and they just would you know, doing it without much feedback and it came out how it was. And I had mentioned that, mentioned that in one of our, um, I guess it was a spaces that we did. And lo and behold, the next day, it, it pretty much exactly that. Like Kyrie was in, in, you know, apologizing and like Kyrie's the type of dude that would retire, come back the next year with some arbitrary other team. Like, I, I wanted to play in Minnesota because it was near where my tribesmen come from. Like it, it, it'd be something weird like that. But the reason why I don't, I don't think that. Like I, that's that's. I'm only saying Kyrie's the one that I think could possibly do something crazy like that. And it's only because he's Kyrie. Like uh, James Harden is settled in. Do you see how good he looks? He's he's in shape. Yeah, he he's gonna come, he'll come in and have a monster. Yeah, he's my. I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna win the MVP. To be honest, you know what, Sam? That's tough for him to win though with Durant and Irving on the team. But they're not. Those guys are gonna be um uh uh load managed a lot. And I think yeah, he had I, so much. He had so much juice for it last year before he got hurt. Like he was in that running with Jokic like for a while. Even even with having those two guys, which because I thought that also, I thought there was no chance the writers would be. I thought it wasn't close. I thought I mean, it wasn't his even. Playoff no- his playoff numbers when he was healthy were ridiculous. Yeah. Somebody posted it today. It was like 27, 10, and 8. Shot 53 from the field and like 47 from 3. And, and he, he was, was in the 90s on, on the foul line. And he was and he was basically taking a, a back seat to the other two. Like, yeah, he, so... was toying, he was toying with Boston. <laughs> it's so Steve, amazing. Eve, I also do think, by the way, to tie the bow on the on the Durant part of the offseason, I I do think that also there is something that's pretty 
and and maybe I'm being totally repetitive with this, but I think there's just there was just something utterly like shocking, even though you kind of know it's coming, to just see like Durant Inc.'s like 40 year, 198 million dollar extension with like yeah, and it's like, really a five year contract. Like it's, really it's just a like it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing for a net for like a net fan to like to see because I think it's. I mean, I think especially after this this playoff, which really felt like everything that could go wrong went wrong. It was nice to basically get like a stability element in the mix. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a five year contract that he just signed up for the, with the Nets. Uh, you know, like when he when he signed, you didn't know how many you were going to get. Now you know you know you're getting a significant run with him. Uh, it's a it's it's really a three year contract with gears around it to 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 really pay him what he's supposed to get paid. He'll in at the last two years he'll he's gonna be very old. He's not gonna be the Kevin Durant that we all know. He'll he'll be like a a better version of the Dirk Nowitzki at the end, uh, not well, he, at the he, very end. He, he's gonna still be very good at thirty six and thirty seven. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be very good, but I. We, we're gonna want Kyrie leading the team at that point, and, yeah, or, or maybe Kyrie's not here anymore, and we have somebody else. James right. isn't here, and somebody else comes yeah. in. Yeah, Eve, you said Tatum will be here by that point. Yeah, no, <laughs> he won't be able to break free until the end of um the last year of um KD's contract. <laughs> no, I I I firmly believe that that's what's gonna happen. I I don't know why. I just see that dude in black and white. Um. Let's let's talk about the moves that did get that get made. Any anybody want to uh, wax poetically uh, for the guy that we got? I don't even. I keep saying Javon Carter, but that's not his I, name. I, I don't know anything about him really. I've seen him play a handful of times, but when like the third string point cutter for the Suns is in, I'm not really focusing in on his defense. Yeah, I mean, I think like so. So I think from like a from a broad strokes perspective. I think there has to be a way to separate the offseason from who they had on paper last year versus who played last year. Because I think, and I think like Bam and I have kind of talked about this like a little bit like off air, but like I think there's a, something a little bit disingenuous about like people on Twitter saying, and a lot of Nets fans keep doing this, saying like people who we lost, Dinwiddie, Jeff Green, Shamit, people we got back, Mills, like James Johnson. Like, that's just, like, not really what, like, 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 sure that, sure that is, like, what happened if you're going on, like, an ESPN roster perspective, but that's not actually, like, what happened this offseason. And, like, I don't think that's a good way to look at it. An asset is an asset no matter what. No, 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 well, but I, that's not what he's saying. In terms, that's of, not what I'm saying, in ter- but, in but, terms of whether the roster is better right now, Spencer Dinwiddie wasn't on the floor last year. Yeah, he didn't. But, like, he, like he you didn't don't play. get him back. But we're but we were a second round exit last year. Why were we a you're second round the, exit? You're say the point. Say you're, you're, I, miss, you're missing the point. I I'm I'm gonna tell you your point. Your point is this: we made it to the second round. We looked dominant, and we never played Spencer Dinwiddie barely. I think we played Spencer Dinwiddie 200 minutes in the season or something, maybe even less. Wow, right? Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't a part of it, and we still went pretty far, and we still look good, damn good doing it. But you're not you're you're stopping at the point that you like. You need to go all the way with that 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 conversation. Well, we 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 we've covered. They're they're two separate things though. It's was the return good for Spencer Dinwiddie? Yeah. The answer is no. 
Right. Uh, is the team worse on the floor than it was last year because Spencer Dinwiddie's not here? The answer is no. Yeah, like I think I think it's hard to argue. But how that. you improve what was wrong? Yeah, everybody knows that. But the, 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 he's making a separate point. I'm saying, uh, like, uh, like I'm saying that if you're talking about the team that was on the floor, uh, what was it now? Like three, two months ago, when we were all leaving the bar, when when I was leaving the Barclays Center alone and walking over the Manhattan Bridge by myself after Game Seven, the the that the the roster today. Of, of who is actually going to be playing is, I think, better than who was there in Game 7. Not by a lot, like, by any means. Because, but, but I, do think it is, I do think it is a better roster. I think losing, for all intents and purposes, losing Jeff Green and Shamit and getting uh, Mills, uh, the, two, the two rookies, so, James Johnson so and Carter, you, I think the team is overall better. So what you're saying, Sam, and you agree with this, Bam, is that if we had if we had Patty Mills, we won the championship last last year? No, because I don't think he's. I, no. I mean, no, I don't think he's that much of a of a of a uh, uh, needle mover. But like, but I do think I do think that Mills solves the problem. And I personally think, and like this might sound crazy, and like I don't, I, I know it's kind of blasphemous to like doubt Uncle Jeff, especially because he was just a phenomenal net. I just like that dude is like an every other year uh, player. I I and know, I but don't... but at the same time, you can't. You got to replace that production, I and that production it. was not replaced, not even close. Eve, my point is, I think I think there's I think as Bam was also trying to say, like I think there's two separate discussions. There's a discussion of are they quote unquote better than the roster next year than last year, and then the and there's another question of. Did they address needs that they should have addressed? And I think they could have gotten a little bit better. Like I think they're slightly, slightly better, while simultaneously not really addressing a lot of things that I think they should have addressed. If that makes sense. The, the Jeff Green thing is a head scratcher because they just really don't have anybody like him right now. Like nothing even remotely close to what he could do. Right. Like I, I don't think. I watch Blake Griffin run, and it's funny. It looks like he's going very fast, but it's like his feet are are moving in like a, a like a, a a circle, and he's not going anywhere. It looks like a cartoon character. And he's gonna miss forty games next year. We'd be lucky if he plays 40, 42 games. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I take I, I sign big... up for that right now. So the real question then is, which I think we're kind of getting to, is like it seems like for all intents and purposes, like a lot of the guys that all of Nets Twitter was obsessed with about free agency, most of the people we basically couldn't afford, especially when you put in the Patty Mills thing, which I think everyone is like happy about and thinks that that was a good necessary Spencer replacement move. Like everybody else that basically they've gotten are all minimum or around like minimum type nah. guys. And, nah, and, I'm sorry. And so- Listen, even Shamit had value, and I, that I value been, I wasn't replaced. Better, I would have felt I would have felt better about the team if they kept Shamit, kept Green, and you know maybe they don't get Cam Thomas, but they take Sharp with just the one pick they would have still had left. I think the roster would be in better shape. But then, but then, but then probably not have. I don't know how they would have. Could they have afforded Mills and Green? No, I I'm think. saying for, just, you wouldn't have Mills. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just don't see. Is is Mills is is Patty Mills better than Shamit? Yeah, yeah I, I think he, I think he's better than Shamit. Yeah, 
he's I think now, they're looking at it as they need guys that they can rely on in the second round and beyond. Yeah, you right. Know, and they, 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 you know, he's a championship player. I've seen I've seen him do it. I just don't think when there's going to be injuries and there's going to be load management that you could just be like, all right, Patty Mills is starting tonight, and you know whatever else it is going to be Who coming else is behind him. Durant out there, you know. Is Kevin Durant still out there? <laughs> They'll probably win. Uh, the that, playoffs, no. That's that's a good point. I I I during, I I feel like the Nets have to get the one seed. Yeah, they have no, to they, get they, the one per, seed to beat the Bucks. The Bucks are going to be more confident. The, um, you you got to think they would come into the regular season pretty well oiled. They they're going to have a full off season this time around. They played a bunch of games. You know, some playoff games together. I, I would think that you know, I would think this is going to be pretty uh, strong unit out the gate. I you know what's going to win I, us a lot of games, James Harden. Yeah, yeah, I, of course. I, but you want to know what's going to keep James Harden from winning us a lot of games? When James Harden was basically running that team by himself, and Kyrie and KD were out, he had Jeff Green. He's got no one this time. There's no one who's gonna who's gonna go with Blake. He'd have Blake. Blake. But don't you have? I mean, you have way mm. bigger. I mean, you got way bigger issues if 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 like the if the person that you're relying on when two other stars are out already is like is is Jeff Green. I don't know. Like I just like. I mean, we relied on him last year, and no, no, there's no one to rely on I, this year. I think the better. I think the better question because it seems like the green thing was more i think they actually wanted him back and i think the thing was basically like he had such a great year that he was going to get like some guaranteed money because he had basically spent three straight years at, at, at minimum salary or two straight years at minimum salary right. which was crazy but right. like i think the better i think the better question right now is were the like and and we're living in a world of gray zone, which for NBA Twitter is the worst place to be because we all need results as, as fast as humanly possible. Like the the question is like, are they actually going to use the trade exception? Are they going to use one because a lot of teams don't? Two, are they going to use it on someone who actually helps? And three, it's like, would they have been just better off like and and just like eating like footing the bill? And it's like if you don't want to pay Spencer because Spencer would have cost the team eighty million dollars in extra luxury, would have you been better off just getting a body like a KCP or Kuzma because that's another rotation ready guy who has the. I mean, in the case of KCP, he can play two way. I think a lot of people think Kuzma can, Kuzma might be my least favorite NBA player, but he does have the potential of being a two way guy. And like, and and and, and, and just having another. Why those guys though? Why why though? Why those guys in particular? There, there's so many better under the radar guys than those guys. There's... Yeah, but that but that's what the Nets had but, available to them because they could only trade with Washington. Yeah, because they. I mean, they basically decided they, they were going to have a full. Right. You know, I think I'm, they were better off. I, honestly, the, the trade exception is something that they can kind of let the dust settle. They they don't need a player now. They need yeah. them, you know, by late February, early March. So they can take their time, see what happens with the trade deadline, yeah. the buyout market. The, the teams that are excited now have good optimism. When they start to stink, come February, they're like, all right, we need to get rid of some of these vets here that yeah. we're paying and aren't helping us. Nah, man, I know come basketball season, come watching them play and pulling off amazing plays, I'm going to be – you know, s- screaming like a little girl at a K-pop concert, but 
the reality is we have these deficiencies that does not make me feel good about winning a championship. We have this it's and and every time I we've kind of been proven wrong, but then proven right in in the sense of some of the um some of the uh uh what's the what's word do I want to use for it some of the just patience kind of like like I I don't want to say the word I I was going to say but let's say Sean Sean Marks is flagrantly patient and sometimes I think that cost us we didn't have all of the right we didn't have all of the parts to allow Kevin Durant to be successful for him to carry us into that next. Like Kevin Durant having to get 17 rebounds, as great of a game it was and as beautiful as it was for me to watch, I don't want Kevin Durant getting 17 rebounds. Not at this age and not at with all the winning that I think we have to do. The, it, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I just don't think they realize that Kevin Durant is 33. Like someone needs to tell Sean Marks, like, yo, money, your superstar, every the person you're banking everything on, your entire legacy as an NBA GM is is built on this right here. And you're not protecting that guy from himself. You know, I I don't love it. I don't love it. Um let's move on, I guess, on to the next part of uh the off season. Uh, a lot of people talk about the Dinwiddie thing, and they say he was always leaving, and as if that absolves Sean Marks doing nothing about getting something for him. I, I would have, I would have let him twist in the wind. I would not have traded, because you don't trade for a trade exception unless you you have a trade in mind. And when I saw there was no third team in that trade, I, I'm sorry, I was disappointed. I, 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 I don't. What's what do you think we could do with the trade exception, Sam? Give give me an idea. I, I mean, I think there's, I think there's. Look, I, I think Eve, I think me and you are not as as uh, as patient as it comes to doing moves as oh, Bam is. I, I know. <laughs> no, 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 but I think, but I think Bam's attitude on the trade exception is kind of right. Like, I think you have to kind of look at it and just be like, look, like they feel like they have enough guys right now to, to whatever, be competitive or be the best team in the league or whatever. And when the dust settles in January or February or whatever it is, like they'll make a move. And if that's like a, I know the name that always comes up is like Larry Nance or Bagley or like Abaka, who like whoever it is, like. I I mean you know Marks is gonna be is is gonna be creative with it um and then look I I kind of do agree with you there's a part of me that that wonders if like Marks has done his dude Marks has has been so good to agents and so good to players and I actually think look none of us are scholars on like NBA contracts but like I do think he was kind of a um I do think he was kind of a uh, uh, did have more leverage than than was really being talked about. Like Dinwiddie actually did not have any other options. Um, no, that's exactly. But you have the leverage 
first of all, they gave up the leverage at, at, at by not trading him at the trade deadline. Everyone's telling is saying now that Dinwiddie had checked out seven months ago. You know how many people show up on my timeline telling me that? Dinwiddie checked out seven months ago. So why wasn't he traded? If he wasn't if he didn't want to train yeah. with the Nets, he didn't want to be around the Nets, if he didn't want to you know, if he wasn't rocking with us, why wasn't he traded? And if yeah. and if he want if all he wanted was to feel like he was wanted, why wasn't anybody making him feel like he was wanted? I thought that was this what we did well at this team. So so we somehow um uh uh made him feel uh uh alone. Bam. H- how does this happen? Yeah, I mean, oh, did we I lose mean, Bam? Yeah, we lost him again, but I'm, oh. I'm adding him right now. Um, okay. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, what's what, what's interesting about the entire thing is is why, how is it that Dinwiddie, quote-unquote, doesn't feel wanted or needed when he's the guy that recruits Kyrie? And, like, he has to know when all those, when all those honchos are coming into the mix. Like, he's obviously, like gonna get pushed down maybe he felt the hardened traders one step too many but like i don't i don't totally under the whole dimly situation i have to tell you i I, like i don't i don't really buy a lot of the stuff that he's saying and i do kind of think that at the end of the day he probably just didn't want to be here like that that's where my logic kind of takes me to he he doesn't feel wanted based on the money whatever they i'm sure at some point they talked money with him and he knew what they were willing to go to and was like, these guys are making a half-hearted attempt to keep me. Like, they know I'm not going to take 14 or $15 million a year. So they throw it out there. And they're basically telling me, you know, to go somewhere else. So basically, they told Spencer to go fuck himself. They were basically, yeah, they basically told him, like, you're, you're a financial casualty. Uh, and And for me, what makes me crazy, like, one dude said to me today, um... How do you know what they could have gotten at the trade deadline? You mean to tell me for Spencer Dinwiddie, even injured, you couldn't do better than two second round picks and a trade no, exception? I, I, mean, I mean, Eve, you know, you know how I feel about this. Like, I think, like, <laughs> I, like I think I thought it was, I thought it was crazy at the time. I, I honestly thought that to me, to me, like when a guy is in trade rumors for that long, like. You know, like you know, like Brooke Lopez was in trade rumors from the moment he landed on the Nets, or like a year or two after that. Like you hit a certain point where, unless you're like really showing that you're like totally into this guy and he's like, uh, whatever. Like, like the Nets when they had Brooke, like it was never like, yeah, no, no, no we actually like want to build around you. You're the man. It was like, no, no, your name is going to be in every single fucking rumor like possible. Yeah. Whether that was for like three GMs like, passed, <laughs> three yeah. GM he. All three GMs that he was under um, wanted to trade him at some point. So, yeah, and no, so, I feel, I feel it for Brooke. I don't really get is like, the Dinwiddie thing, it was clear. Because, like, a lot of these rumor stuff, like, when, when to me, like, when there's smoke, there's fire, this type of stuff. And, like, he was in so many rumors for so long. And, I, like, I, I could understand from his perspective if he was sick of it. I could all, especially given as, like, you guys are saying, like, he wasn't going to be getting the full money that he was able to get. I just don't get like why, like why you don't trade him, especially like, like it's one thing, look, it's one thing before the season, you don't know if like maybe he would be a piece in like the hardened trade, which is clearly something they were sniffing around as like 
pooch detailed like really really well like th- that's one thing i guess like he he's seen his Kyrie insurance like maybe this year we'll we'll win the title with him then he'll leave but everything will all be good but like i just don't believe as you said that they couldn't have gotten something for him at the deadline and i especially don't believe that it wouldn't have been better than a trade exception in two and two and and two seconds having said that like they made that decision i don't agree with that decision but like now like I thought it was unrealistic that Nets fans thought they were getting Capella and Cam Reddish and Marvin Bagley and yada, yada, yada. Because... <laughs> I, I thought they would, they would, uh, uh, you know, basically just take um, Marvin Bagley alone and, and are you guys there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we keep losing y'all, but I, I basically uh, thought they would they would mix a, something that was on the team. I thought Claxton was gonna go. Um, I still think I still think he's gonna go. Go for I what don't. though? I think he's gonna go only because he's a free agent after this year. Like I don't know what I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what went on with summer league or like whatever it is. I, like I'm not even trying to st- hint at stuff that like uh, that Jay is, that has hinted at or whatever. I just like it's clear that Marks doesn't value in paying Shout big out man. BK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shout out like they like it. Like I don't think they. I think they didn't draft Sharp by accident. Like I think Marks has proven he doesn't uh, want to spend big bucks on a big guy like i could see him being in a dealt like no doubt the reality is they're gonna have to pay I, these guys shocked. 50 million each eventually the the superstars are gonna all get re-upped they're gonna make about 50 million a year yep. and the like we gotta figure out what kind of organization we are well the, the cap should go up too though which lightens the tax a little bit and if it doesn't, the revenue could be bad in the next couple of years because of COVID. Those numbers could look ugly. I think they have the new TV deal is coming in like three or four years, and that's going to just like make the cap go fucking insane. Like, yeah, but that's four years. That That's three or four years down the, yeah. down the pipe. You've got three years like coming where two of them, you're going to have those three superstars on basically fifty million a year, one hundred and fifty million for the three. No, I mean, Eve. Look to your point. That's why I think when we when we've been on a lot of these spaces and had this conversation, like, like, it's look. It starts. It legitimately starts and ends with with seven with a uh, seven eleven thirteen. Like that's yep. like that's it. Like they, you can't if once one of them gets injured, that's. 50 or 40 million dollars in dead money that could have been used on six different guys like there's just you know what i mean like like like, like, like there's no other way around it like right. they and they and they proved shockingly i think to a lot of us that this summer i mean I, I mean yeah this summer i guess that like they were still able to win without harden which i think a lot of us thought that series was dead in milwaukee and then we were like holy shit these like they're actually doing this without a top seven guy six guy in basketball right now but like it really looked like it, it just it, it's the same thing as like an opportunity cost thing. It's like, you know, the Yankees have like Stanton. It's like not only does having Stanton suck if he's not playing well, but it's also 
$40 million that could have been used somewhere else. So that's right. where, I mean, that's, that's the issue with these, with these, I mean, look, imagine what you could do with $40 million with Sean Marks and the NBA and the way that he gets talent. That could be the difference of getting like Reddish and Capella and like Christian Wood. Like he put all those three guys together. Like, like obviously I'm speaking in hyperbole, but like, you know what I'm saying? I think you're just trying to make me cry. Leave yeah, me alone. No. Stop being a bully, that was, Sam. That, that was just. That was. Just I, I'd too. rather have James Harden. No, I know. So would I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd rather have James Harden too. To be honest, but your, but. Mar- your, your margins. It's weird. Your margins for error are both higher and lower because you have like the stars and like they can just reach to heights that are are. Uh, are, are so much so much different, but also like if any of them gets hurt, you're just like oh. Here we the, go. Real, the real, the real sin of the Dinwiddie situation is that he got hurt. Yeah, I'm. I that's that's yeah, not the only sin. Trade. If he didn't that's get hurt, he's one. in the. If he didn't get hurt, he's in the Houston trade, and we have Jared Allen. Um, Very good chance. Uh, that's depressing to think about. All right. But then here's the question: But would they have paid? But I don't. But then now I'm wondering, like, so if he stays on the team, though. If he's if he stays on the team, I don't know that they're because if because even if Dinwiddie was in that trade, like I don't know if they would have paid Jared Allen. That that's a good point. I don't, like, I just don't now know. we'll never know. And now yeah. we'll never know. But like that's why that's why I th- I always thought that Allen was going to get traded because I just I just was surprised that Marks would pay a center twenty million dollars. But I mean. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, but look, I mean, I, like, I wouldn't call I, him a center. I would say his position, his position should be called the guy who stops Giannis. Let's call Jared Allen's hypothetical position on the Nets the guy who stops ja- Giannis, because nobody else on this team can. Can before we get off on on a on a next tangent. I really want to answer answer this question because this is the this I think this is the thing that's bothering me the most about this offseason. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. And what do you think they they think is going to happen with DeAndre Jordan? You think maybe he'll become even more vegan, lose more weight, and no, get some jumps it, back? It, it makes more sense to keep the contract around. For what? Don't dump him. Use him at the deadline or in the offseason where it's now only a one-year deal and a team could say, all right, we'll waive him. It's only $10 million. We'll buy him out, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Instead of just dumping him, they, they can potentially use him in a bigger trade down the line. He's not going to hurt them if he has to play in the regular season. They'll be fine. I have, I've been saying this on Twitter. They went 30-13 and 13 with him as a starter. As bad as he is, if they have to play him in a playoff game, I don't think he started uh, in the regular 30 games. season. He, dude, look it up. He was they were thirty and thirteen with him as a starter. Think about it. They haven't part, a bit, major part of the season. They didn't have Claxton. They didn't have um, they traded Allen. They didn't have Griffin or Aldridge yet. He started like all those games up to that point. But we had Jared Allen too. Yeah, but like what? And Jared Allen 12, came off the bench games? and played better than DeAndre. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying buy him out. I'm not saying buy him out. You can't buy him out. I'm just honestly, there's nothing you could do with him. He's stuck with the team. Mm, they, they say that all the time. A one-year, ten million-dollar contract is not hard to move anymore. 
No, Bam is right because if they because if you wanted to get somebody decent, you could put like for example Claxton and him together, and now you actually have like eleven or twelve million dollars in salary, and now like if you're dealing with a team that's also over the cap or something like that, you can at least even it out and you can and you can make work out a good deal. Whereas like right. trading Claxton straight up is basically like impo- like you can't really do it. It's basically yeah, unless it's a, a team yeah. like the Cavs who have the cap space will say. Larry Nance wants out of here. We'll take Claxton in a second round pick, and we'll take Jordan off your hands. Right. So that's that. That's where I think. That's where I under. That's where I, I get it. And like, and Bam made the great point. Like in all the in all the spaces this year, where everyone was like, "Well, I don't get it. Why couldn't like DJ be packed with like packed mm. with something else that we get back something better?" And it's like, no, no, no. Like if you, if your DJ is a like, no one wants it. It's a negative. Then you have to right. overcompensate twice now. <laughs> like. Right. The, the best they could have hoped for was dumping his contract, which would have screwed the trade exception yeah. because his salary would have been going out. So they, they, it was actually the opposite of a cheap move. Yeah. They, probably, they, they kept yeah. the salary and they, and they kept the asset. His, his salary will become an asset. It might not be this year, but in the offseason, a one-year $10 million contract for a team that's maybe looking to pivot and go in another direction isn't going to hold the trade back. And it's, and it's a great point, by the way, by Bam, because if – if 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 Nets fans think that Sai is cheap, if they found out that I the think Nets, that's, oh, I'm sorry, that's they, dumb. They, no, no, but if they found out that the Nets for for what for goad for what I don't even know what the right word is uh, a trade exception to just get off of DJ's money when they're already so far over the cap that you're never going to replace that money anyway, people would have been way more upset. Now there's at least a possibility that you're going to be able to get someone with that and and still have DJ on the roster anyway. DeAndre Jordan is giant Theo Pinson. He's here to dance. Yeah, he's but he to... won't do that. He, he he does it though. Are you kidding me? He's <laughs> the, he's like great at shucking and jiving on the sideline. Like he just be on the he, sideline. He does the uh, he does the reverse hand slap. <laughs> exactly. He's got all I the funny with, handshakes. Well, we lost you, Sam. No, 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 I said no. All I said was I do that. I do that with my friends now. I'm, I'm all in on the reverse hand slap. <laughs> uh, Bottom uh, line, Kevin Durant's here for five more years, and Harden uh, and Kyrie are probably next. Yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere. They're, we'll figure out the. We can figure out the rest. They're not. They're not. And and that's and that's that's the the beauty of it. It's just there's nothing worse than losing. With I mean. You love having them, and you've you're the closest to 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 winning that you've ever been by having them. But there's I don't think there's anything worse than losing. Like I, I was looking at Bruce Brown quotes, he was really speaking to my heart. Like <laughs> he was devastated. Yeah, because because the championship was right there. Bam! Do you remember yeah. the, the game we went to? The energy yeah. that was there that that was in there, like. Oh man! Like, <laughs> not only did we he said lose, it. everybody knows what would have happened if we were healthy. Yeah, exactly what he said. That's right, and that and that's the thing. Well, it's well, like, it's I I know that everyone. It's just what is the likelihood of those three dudes being healthy ever again in the, for for sixteen games to win? Let's not, end on, let's not end on that note. It's gonna happen next year. I I believe. I'm gonna talk my shit like it's gonna happen no matter what. You, you see know, me Eve, out here. Eve, by the end of the year, by the end of the year, you're gonna be wearing a sharp jersey, and uh, Trey is gonna be wearing a Cam Thomas jersey. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Tr- Clay, um, Trey, I told Tr- Trey today that uh, he didn't have camp today. He's going to another camp in um, a basketball camp in Manhattan. And um, uh, I told him today that Dinwiddie's gone. And he's, he was basically pouting and said he doesn't want to be a Nets fan anymore and he's not going to Barclays. Yeah, anymore. well, he, he, he didn't get to play ball or get Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> exactly. It was a freaking shit day. Nice job, it Dad. Was, it was just <laughs> – and I, I took it on the day that he was stuck in the house all day that uh, – to what tell else him happened? that his – dog die? <laughs> he doesn't have one, but some other things might have died today that he wasn't happy about. Um, still, I, I'm, I'm not going to miss him. Any anybody going to mourn not getting Andre Iguodala? No, I no, like that, I would have been fine with it, whatever. He's he's a he's a running and jumping player, and he can't who can't run and jump anymore. You don't get that guy for shooting or anything else. And it's the worst idea of a player to get in the NBA. I'm happy you went back to the Golden State. That I can't stand about the whole – the one thing I really can't stand about the whole Nets, like, Twitter culture, which which, like we're all a part of and stuff like that, is, like, this obsession with getting, like, names and stuff like that. Yeah, names they know. I know that name. He must be good. Isn't that what we, like, make fun of the Knicks for? Like, I thought that was the Knicks (laughs) thing. Like, I don't – like How about about this? Every time a player gets signed, we couldn't have gotten that guy. Like, you can't get every player. Why did you, you know, why did we do that deal? You're like you're gonna go like you're gonna go pout in your room because you didn't get like Mello and Wayne Ellington and like and uh who who like who who were some of the people that the Knicks signed that like for minimum deals that people were like going insane about it was just like and then and then other people are like oh dude classic us not getting Kem Birch and it was like he like signed for like eight million dollars we were never <laughs> getting him like right. it's just like. It's such a straw man. Like everyone just getting pissed about like things that were either like totally unrealistic or things that they're actually like not even that upset about and are like are stupid. Like, I-, I think Melo on this team might be like an utter disaster. Like Well, everybody's like, the Lakers got everybody. I'm like, Well, they wanted Patty Mills and they didn't get him. Yeah, like they got they got like a they got Ariza. Like, a, like a, Ariza is Ariza was done two years ago. They got Iggy. Iggy was done. Iggy, the Warriors could have signed back, and they gave up on him, and now he's back for a year because he's best friends with like Curry. Like, I don't understand. Like, the the I don't. It, it like really irritates me. It's because it's because it's so Nixie and that I thought Nets fans were better than. We're better than like, that. Oh, Every fan base is the same. That's not are. true. That is not true. That is not true. <laughs> Yes, that is listen. not every new every true. New, every New York fan base is the same. No, no, nope, nope. They all over. It's not. It's not true. Shit. We listen. The Knicks will say anything is good. They will say anything is good. You have like they will back their Nick guys like they're great. Do you? Bam, do you remember a guy that came out of Syracuse, I believe? I remember right named John Wallace. Yeah, I do. He no, nah, he was a he's a power forward. I'm thinking of the Georgetown had a point guard named John Wallace, sorry. Yeah, no. So like dude had a a, a radio commercial and a soft drink named after him. It was they didn't even pronounce his name. They didn't even use all the syllables in his name. They used to be like John Walls 
And that's that was it. Like I've never seen players get more boosted by like like the Knicks overrate their players and the Nets fans underrate their players. It's a it's a completely different thing. Like we we beat the dog shit out of Kemba Walker in the playoffs. We retired Kemba. We made the we made the Boston Celtics basically f- get rid of Danny Ainge. We made we made Brad Stevens not a coach anymore, okay? And Kemba Walker was part of the reason why we were able to do that. And they think he's great. <laughs> if, if that was us, we would have been killing the trade every day, all day, and it would have been we would have been at each other's throats. They got solid value for him. What is it? Two years, like sixteen million or something like that. How is two years sixteen million good when he's shit right now? <laughs> it's eight million a year. He's not absolute shit. He can dude, still put some points up. Dude, he has no cartilage in his knees. He has. When would you have ever thought you could say this about about Kemba Walker? He he has no lateral movement. Did you see him in yeah, the playoffs? He, he's all step back now. Yeah, yeah. He he tries to get in the lane. And instead of like you know how you get your shoulder right, it's it's really just a matter of getting that shoulder right in front of the um, you know whoever's defending you. He can't get that one little bit of it's 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 fractions of a second that that make you you know whether you're a college player or an NBA player. It's fractions of a second, and he can't get that fraction of a second anymore. And they're teaming him. The super backcourt, as as I'm supposed to understand it, is Derek Rose and Kemba Walker. That's zero knee cartilage. <laughs> but if <laughs> hey, fuck the Knicks, you can't even get me started on the the, the like the Knicks. Uh, yeah, you can't get me started on the Knicks offseason. I thought I. I can't believe how many people who are also like smart in basketball thought that they had a great offseason. It like it truly like it, bl- it blows my mind. It, it, it but I, I the point that I really was trying to make was that our fan bases are different. We we're we're not the same. Like we there's like if the physical embodiment of Nets Twitter is like Larry David or or some or some other <laughs> neurotic anxiety driven fifty nine year old Jewish yeah. guy. <laughs> well, the, Knicks, the, the Knicks fan base would be a guy who I'm trying to think of who it is in TV. Like the Knicks fan base is almost like Michael Scott, like in the office. It's someone who thinks they're awesome but no. is actually like a huge you ever loser. Watch, like, you ever watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force? No. <laughs> it's a it's a it's an adult swim cartoon and they got this one character that's from Jersey, who's a big Giants fan, and he always has like a gold chain, a wife beater, and giant Zumba <laughs> on pants, and, and he's like, go Giants. No, uh, he's that guy. He's the guy from the Aqua Team Hunger Force. I, I forget what his name is, but um, uh, it's we we have to be better. We have to ha- have more self esteem about it. We are we are the best team in the NBA. If healthy, you're gonna hear that word. If healthy, that's a word now. If healthy, guys. One last question: Do you guys 
care at all about the. So what was it? Oh, it no, was, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. We can't one last question yet because we didn't touch on. We haven't potted in so long. We have a lot of stuff to touch on. That's true. No, no, all right, fine. Do you it's like Bembry? Do you guys? Do you guys? Have you guys thought at all, or do you care at all about the Udoka and D'Antoni out, Vanderpool, and who, I think they're that that Thunder coach? And it sounds like my answer is no. And yeah. in terms of Bembry, I mean, I don't know much about him, but I'm sure he can eat some regular season minutes for us. Him and Tyree, him and Kyrie are uh, good friends from high school. I hear for now, for now, until Kyrie makes him carry his luggage. <laughs> or Kyrie decides you're not good enough for this team. Yeah, you suck. Be gone. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's definitely. Listen, I'm not gonna get into the we're winning a title thing, but is there any egregious things left to talk about in the uh, off season that I've forgotten about? No, I think um, you know maybe in the next couple of weeks we could. Do some like a roster dive. We could start with the guards, the wings, the uh, the bigs. But I think we've covered all the overarching stories. I guess we'll see if you know extensions are signed by the other guys, or they decide to wait till next year. But it's right around the corner. They they play the Lakers in less than two months. Football will come and carry us there, get us there a little bit quicker. So uh-huh. don't think this is that far away because it's really not. They, they the ball goes up in October. I'm yeah, and I'm still I'm still hoping. Uh... I'm still hoping that – I mean, actually, I should say I'm just hoping because it, it all, all depends on his health. I'm curious to see what happens with this Aldridge situation because I think that will also change how people think about this uh, this this offseason. I also – I very much think that they're making – I would be – I actually am saying this on the record, on the front office pod. I would be shocked if they don't make a – like not a massive trade like for a star, but I would be surprised if there's not a trade that shakes up the roster a little bit. So you think something significant? I think yeah. I just I, the the like because I keep on looking at this roster, and it just like do, it doesn't make that. I that's why I kind of understand Eve's uh, worries about it. Like it just doesn't make that much sense to me. Like I don't really get like how they have like it's like Bembry and you have like Bembry Bruce. I'm like counting on my fingers. You're like Bembry Bruce Brown Carter Claxton Durant Harden Harris Irving. James Johnson, DeAndre, then the two first round picks. Like it's it's like fourteen or fifteen guys, but like I, I don't know what the actual like rotation would be. I guess Blake is now also gonna be there. Mills is gonna be there. Like it yeah. just doesn't there's there, there feels like there's something missing and it seems like they could put together kinda as we've talked about on this pod, like the 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 DJ salary, Claxton and like another filler for like someone that just like is someone who you know is gonna play big minutes in a in a playoff series like there's i don't i i don't know what it is i just don't i don't love the way i think minutes would be distributed right now it looks like the type of team where as eve has ominously said it seems like the team where uh where the stars are gonna just have to carry too much of the load there's just something about it doesn't make sense to me i don't know like james johnson is not gonna do for you what jeff green did for you last year and I think we all know that. I mean, I look. Can any team? That's that's the that's like the conundrum we find ourselves in, and when we when we're analyzing this team because nobody can beat us if we're healthy. Not even the rest of if the three players that we know to be superstars are healthy, nobody is beating us. We know that. 
it's just, all right, if Kyrie goes down, is that void going to be filled by Patty Mills? No. If, Lord Lord forbid, Kevin Durant goes down, who are we going to? James Johnson? Well, look, if Harden or Durant go down, they're done. Yeah. They, could, they could survive Kyrie, but they, they can't survive the other two. And and this and I don't even know if you although, can trade. Although they definitely could have won it this year, but just yeah, I was saying they could have done it with Harden this year. Yeah, no, we 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 were right there. I the, so it does feel like this was our easiest shot at it. That it's going to get harder. Yeah, it it gets harder automatically because, um, you know, once a team sees themselves do it, like the Bucks did. The Bucks really think that they won the championships and and they deserve it. They they think that. Now we're gonna have to just spank them. And um, I also really like. I think they had a really. I really like their off season. I think they they got back Portis on like a really small contract. They're gonna have a healthy Divincenzo for the playoffs, which means like Forbes and stuff doesn't have to play. And then they got George Hill and. Um, they got George Hill, Rodney Hood, and uh, who do you call that? They just traded for uh, Grayson Allen, who I think yeah. I think Grayson Allen can play. Like they got Grayson they Allen got can Pampers. play. <laughs> they got, do you say can or can't? Cannot. He's um, trash. He can he can replace PJ Tucker's eye pokes. Yeah, uh, he's he's an eye poker for sure. No, yeah, I mean he definitely is dirty as shit, but he's. I think he can play, and I think he he's also athletic, and he and he's good on D. Like they added they added guys who are annoying in a playoff series. Like I don't I don't <laughs> older than those guys. Great, Grayson Allen is like the incumbent boyfriend whose like father is rich. Yeah. yeah, like every girl leaves on like a teen show. He's just like a smiley little prick. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, for sure. Yeah, he's Donald Trump before he grew up. He hates his black teammates, hundred percent. Like how, like uh, well, like Zach Wilson, he like, and he looks right. like Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> That's uh, true. That is yeah. true. Look, boys, we we got a we got a big year ahead, and uh, I can't wait. It's right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, I'm I'm still uh, you know, I'm letting the rest of the off season marinate and see what see what happens, and then waiting for the other sports to either end or begin front office fans listeners and detractors who listen dm me at eve darboos questions and stuff that you guys would like to hear us cover and we will do that on behalf of at samuel lachow and at pass first 11 is there an underscore or some shit in there like at pass first 11 my man, Bam. 11-inch cock. App has first 11. <laughs> and um, myself at Eve Darboos. You guys know who we are. We're, we're, we're a part of, uh, of your Nets Twitter uh, uh, enjoyment. We will be back when something happens, but hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, something will happen within a week. And then as we get closer to the season, we'll start regularly um, potting again. Um, right now, we just don't want to drop massive amounts of content on you when there's not really much to say but we're giving you an extra long one tonight just to kind of make up for uh, the time that we've been gone but we shall return and Sam? also shout out to, uh, also shout out to everybody that's been joining on the spaces we've had like 
we've actually had like two to three hundred different people come into all of our spaces the last couple of times. Yeah, man. It, we uh, the Nets fandom is amazing, man. We love have being a part of that community, and um, you know, like I said, shout. And look, it's a it's a small community. We we got to get more people on the show. You know, uh, just to add to it, like the, the more people can get on and express themselves is, is, is better. Exactly that. You know, three guys like us from different places and all kind of uh, uh, cultures coming together just because we love the Nets. <laughs> and let's let's face it, if you're a Net fan, you probably don't have any friends who are Net fans. <laughs> you, know, you need somebody to talk to about it. <laughs> It's it's hilarious. I'll I'll be picking up Trey from camp, walking home with other boys, and we'll just be talking Nets. Yeah. <laughs> Those are I talk Nets with twelve year olds in real life. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been another episode of the Front Office. Thank you for rocking with us. We'll be back. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.